Hello, I'm Ann Hampton Calloway, and I'm the next guest on Unscreen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. I am back. Thank you for joining us for another episode of On Screen and Beyond, which seems like forever since the last time we were here, but I've been working on Bonji Bear and the Kingdom of Rhythm. A lot of music coming into it, and we're getting things going, and we're shooting for this summer to be having some releases of that. So uh, that's exciting news, and uh, I apologize for not uh, being here as as often as I usually am, but uh, we will be getting back to our regular schedule as soon as possible. But we are back for another show. This is episode 514 of the show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with the guests from the movie, TV, or music industry. This week... Anne Hampton Calloway is going to be joining us. Now, she has written all kinds of music for different people like Barbara Streisand and Liza Minnelli and Carole King, and she's been nominated for a Tony. And uh, she also wrote and sang the theme song from The Nanny. So this is going to be a lot of fun, and she is going to be with her sister at the Arinda Theater in Arinda, California, on Thursday, April 4th at 730 and it's going to be a show that is just going to be amazing, so you want to check that out if you're in the Bay Area of California. And uh, we've got a lot of things coming your way on this show of On Screen and Beyond, so let's get right into it. It's time for Remake Madness on On Screen and Beyond. Please hang up and try again. Remake Madness, the remake of Dune, 2020 Dune will fly into theaters on April 26, 2019 with James Brolin in it, and the producers of the remake of Hellboy already have ideas for sequels, which is really no surprise. That's, uh, you know, that's very common, but uh, we'll see what happens. And let's see, producers of the second Suicide Squad are saying that it is not a sequel. Now, that's very unusual. They're saying it's not a sequel. It's a full, total reboot. So it's a remake. Uh, well, <laughs> that's the first. Like I said, they don't usually do that. They say it is uh, not a remake, but they're saying it is. And that's it for Remake Madness coming up next on On Screen to Be On. Upcoming new movies. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Angelina Jolie is back in the news. She's in talks to join the cast of Marvel's The Eternals. And time will tell if it all works out, because they're in the talking stage. Hugh Jackman will star in Reminiscence, and it's about a scientist who discovers a way to relive the past and searches for his long-lost love. And Mel Gibson? Well, he's going to be starring in an action-adventure film as a father-and-son trip to Paris forces the dad 
to reveal that he works for the CIA when trouble comes their way. And that's it for upcoming new movies next on On Screen and Beyond. Taking you down to Sequel City to find out what's coming your way as far as sequels. Sequel City Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter stated that a Bill and Ted sequel will come our way next year. It's going to be called Bill and Ted Face the Music. And with uh, two release dates being kicked back and uh, just moved away, Wonder Woman 1984 is now set for a third release, and it's going to be now on June 5th, 2020. And Zombieland Double Tap, the sequel to the hit Zombieland movie, will be released on October 11th, 2019. And that is it for Sequel City. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, it's TV on DVD. TV on DVD, well, here is a fun one. June 4th, the Brady Bunch 50th Anniversary TV and Movie Collection will be arriving on DVD, and that comes your way on June 4th. Magnum P.I. Season 1, the modern take on the classic TV show, will be hitting DVD on June 11th. And Ray Donovan, the sixth season, will be landing in stores on April 9th. That's it for TV on DVD. Next on On Screen to Be On, it's Movies on DVD. Movies on DVD, How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, will be hitting digital release on May 7th, and 4K, Blu-ray, and DVD, and on demand on May 21st. And Miss Bala, starring Gina Rodriguez, slams into stores on April 30th, and on digital on April 16th in an action-packed thriller. And on April 16th, you can also catch The Boy Who Would Be King. And that arrives uh, on April 16th. And that's it for Movies on DVD. Next on On Screen and Beyond, it's TV and Entertainment Time. TV and Entertainment Time, it looks like Sex in the City will be getting a TV sequel. Of course, it's always been talked about getting a third movie, but that doesn't seem to be going to be happening. And Paramount has the rights to a new book by the original author, and you can look for Apostle. 2020 TV show release on that one. And Katherine Heigl will star in a comedy called Our House on CBS. And the show is only in the pilot stage at this point. And uh, not sure if it's going to be picked up, but uh, it's possible you'll be seeing her. And that's it for TV and Entertainment Time. And next on On Screen and Beyond, we have Ann Hampton Calloway joining us, singer-songwriter galore all kinds of music she's done for barbara streisand Liza minnelli carol king boy those are big names and she's been nominated for a tony and she wrote the theme song from the nanny so we're going to talk about those and her appearance at the arinda theater on thursday april 4th and that's at 7 30 at the arinda theater in arinda california if you can check it out, get out there because it's going to be a great show. Her and her sister Liz are going to be playing and singing their hearts out. So, Anne Hampton Calloway, next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Today's guest on On Screen and Beyond 
has written songs for Carole King and Melissa Manchester. She has been nominated for a Tony Award. She has written songs for Bomber Streisand, Liza Minnelli, and many others. And she also wrote and sang the theme song from the hit TV show, The Nanny. On Thursday, April 4th, she will be at the Orinda Theater in Orinda, California, singing along with her sister, Liz Calloway, at 7.30 in a show that you do not want to miss. It's Ann Hampton Calloway. Ann, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Thank you, Brian. It's a pleasure to talk with you. And this show, from what I understand, is going to be a fantastic show. Well, it's, uh, it is a huge hit, whether we sing it in America or Europe or Australia. Uh, we've taken it all over the place, and it's, it's like our hit mini-musical, and it's, it's a cult classic. People love the show so much, they will go to different cities to see it, and uh, some of people have memorized the pattern from our live CD, and it's, it's just so much fun to do. There's nothing I'd rather do than get to sing with my sister. She's an amazing singer, and the two of us, even though we're, we look different, we sound different, uh, when we get together and sing, there's there's something that happens that is unlike anything else. Hmm. Now, now, how did you get to uh, be working with your sister? You know, a lot of a lot of people don't work with their <laughs> their, their uh, siblings. <laughs> well, you know, we could have actually started working together sooner in our careers, but we were busy developing our solo careers, and then one day, uh, a wonderful producer, a cabaret. Uh, producer and empresario Don Smith said, hey, I'm, doing, I'm putting a series together at the Russian Tea Room. Would you like to uh, be a part of it? And we thought, you know what? It's time to do this. And we did our first sort of stab at doing a cabaret show. Liza Minnelli was there and a lot of wonderful people uh, together at last. And then we ended up being invited to sing at the famed Rainbow and Stars uh, about a year later and, and thus created... Um, sibling revelry and we've been singing it ever since and it's it's really nice because you know we love doing our solo careers and and you know i do more jazz and more 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 contemporary songwriting etc when i'm doing that but i love singing with my sister and what kind of unites us is our love of broadway music and and sort of putting our own spin on it and telling stories and having fun with each other and uh arranging songs to put our own uh fresh voice into them and so it's it's a very exciting creative process and we fine-tune the show uh, as we feel see fit sometimes we'll change it up a little bit but some of the some of the basic foundation of the show we, we never want to touch because it's it's just so much fun mm-hmm. yeah yeah it, it it reminds me i mean when you were saying about your styles and everything it sort of reminds me of donnie and marie you know, they, you know their song, a little bit country, a little bit rock and roll. You, you know, you right. Well, you know, that's what makes people interesting. Uh, you know, if people are. Uh, I, I would always wonder what it's like being Barbara Streisand's half sister, Rosalind Kind. She has a beautiful voice, mm-hmm. wonderful singer. Um, but you know, they sound really kind of surprisingly alike. And and whereas Liz and I, I like to say that she has a sunlit voice and I have a moonlit voice. And when our voices come together, we create twilight. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like it's going to be a great show. And, uh, yeah, it's it, fun. It, 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 now, when you were just little kids growing up, were, were, was there a lot of singing going on in the home? Uh, how did you become uh, decide to com- become singers? Well, our mother was a, an amazing singer, pianist, and voice teacher, and we grew up hearing her sing at the piano and 
you know, throwing our head back and doing all these great classics from the Great American Songbook and show tunes and all kind and, and classical music. Um, I always sang along, and I couldn't wait to sit at the piano and learn how to play and and you know make up my own songs. My sister was very shy though, and so sometimes we had to spy on her and hear her sing. And it was just out came this beautiful voice. And it wasn't until I left for high school, for college. And Liz kind of had her own light. Um, she started to open up more as a singer and find herself in the wonderful community that was excited to discover her talent. And before you know it, she was starting to own the spotlight and, and had very young success. You know, got into her first Broadway show when she was only 19 years old. So wow. that was a pretty impressive start. Wow. So, so I mean, it was just part of your life, uh, the singing part, right? It was. In fact, I remember my third grade teacher said, oh, Anne, you have a beautiful voice. And I, well, I went home and told my mom. And she said, well, of course you do. You're a Callaway. And <laughs> I, just, I just thought everybody sang. And, you know, my dad was a huge jazz lover. That's how I fell in love with Ella Fitzgerald and Sarah Vaughan and a lot of the singers that helped me shape my, my jazz style. And... I, I didn't know that people's fathers didn't scat sing and do interpretive dancing and <laughs> some of the cool things that he did. And so between my dad and my mom, we really were fortunate to have not only really interesting, talented parents, but, but parents who didn't push us. They just encouraged us through their enthusiasm for great art, whatever it was. And they took us to great shows and concerts and played amazing music on the turntable. And so we were... We were inspired by um, by not only our own world, you know, as kids growing up, but but our parents really did everything they could to uh, make life seem very exciting. Hmm. Now, how did you ever? I mean, I just don't know how this happens. <laughs> get to write songs for Carol King and Melissa Manchester and Barbara Streisand and Liza Minnelli. I mean. These people, are you know, it's if you uh, if you if you're good and you work very hard and you're friendly and you meet people and they think you're good and they tell their friends they you know it's I, I met Liza Minnelli in 1991 and she really was looking to have make new friends and she loved the young scene that was getting started in New York and so she she used to have these fabulous parties in her apartment with all these famous actors and singers and composers and 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 the new kids on the block me and my my uh colleagues we were so thrilled to hang out with her and sing with her and so you know she was she had me sing in some of her shows and we i produced a, a tv special that she appeared on and uh wrote some things for her and she you know she's just a a really wonderful person my dear friend um amanda mcbroom who's a great songwriter and singer she she was at a meeting uh, when Barbara Streisand was looking for inspirational material, and she said to Jay Landers, who is one of my favorite people in show business, and it's his birthday today, he said, she said, you know, my friend Anne Hampton Calloway wrote a peace anthem for Barbara Streisand, and she's been trying to get it to her for years. I'd love for you to hear it. He said, well, why not you give me her phone number, and we'll make an appointment. I played the song. He said, well, would you ever consider rewriting it? And I said, whatever it takes. And 150 rewrites later... And 10 years to the date that I wrote the song, Barbara Streisand uh, recorded her last uh, uh, vocal on it. And it was um, its just so many different ways that, that you meet people that you admire. And Carol King uh, and I were 
doing some benefits and got to know each other. And she came to a show I was doing with Liz in L.A. And I just heard myself say to her, oh, I'm recording your song, Will You Love Me Tomorrow? And I'm also writing songs for this new album I'm doing. Would you, would you be up for writing a song with me? And I just couldn't believe that came out of my mouth. And she actually said yes. But she didn't want to write the song until the day of the recording. So that day, we went into the studio and... You know, in a few hours, we knocked out this wonderful song called Tonight You're All Mine, and she ended up singing backup vocals on it. So it was just an out-of-body experience. And wow. I feel so lucky to to meet people I admire who end up being so generous and, and you know, appreciate what I do. So mm-hmm. it's, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah. And, and you mentioned Amanda uh, McBroom, and she, she was a guest on this show uh, not, that long, not too long ago. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I recently saw Beautiful at, at the, in Boston, actually. And uh, isn't that a fun show? Oh, I think it's yes. a beautiful score. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. so uplifting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gee. We'll be back with more of our guests right after this short break. Now. You wrote and sang the theme song from the nanny. Can you? That's right. Can yeah. you give us a little background on that? How that came to be? Absolutely. I was doing a show in New York at a wonderful cabaret called "Don't Tell Mama," and it was all original songs. And my sister's uh, co-star from the Broadway musical "Baby" uh, was best friends with Fran at the time. This is many, many, many years ago. And so he said, hey, you know, uh, Liz's sister, Anne, is doing this show. Let's go, let's go see it. And so they saw the show, and afterwards I met her. She was not the star that we know her to be today. She was, you know, known, but mm-hmm. she came up to me, and then that wonderful voice said, oh, my God, you're so talented. <laughs> we should work together. I've got some projects. I'd like you to write for me. Let's see what happens. So I wrote these, um, these theme songs for her projects that but they did not get accepted they were not uh they didn't turn into tv shows they were just pilots and then finally the nanny came along and she said well this time you know other people were competing to write the theme song so i wrote two theme songs and i made sure i called her and i wanted to get in her words who her character was and what i needed to say in the story and so during our little conversation she actually said i said friend in a nutshell who is the nanny? And she said, she's a lady in red when everyone else is wearing tans. <laughs> and so I said to myself, that has to be in the song. Never knowing that this would become one of the most syndicated shows in television history. Mm-hmm. And I said to her, oh, you should have the Manhattan Transfer record the song. And she said, no, I want you to do it. So I got my sister to, to uh, record it, and she's on there with me. And it's uh, as what I love lovingly say is my accountant's uh, idea that it's my finest work to date <laughs> so now was that the first time you you worked with uh liz um, no no we had already uh performed shows together oh, okay. uh, at that point but i i decided to you know if we're going to make some money here if there's any chance of it i want to have my family involved with it yeah um but actually today i just wrote fran because she has a new uh pilot she's doing and i said yeah, if there's anything that you think I might be right for, let me know. I'd love to try writing a song. So that just happened today, and who knows? Maybe 
maybe I'll get to write for that show as well. Wow. Jeez, that would be great. Yeah. yeah. Now, look, now, going through your, your bio, there's so many things that are, are noteworthy. and uh, But one thing that really jumped out at me is you wrote music for a Cole, an unrecorded Pol, uh, uh, Cole Porter song? Yes, I, I found a lyric. Uh, a friend of mine found this lyric in the complete works of Cole Porter, uh, which is a beautiful um, hardcover series, you know, the complete lyrics of various famous composers and writers. And um, this one had not had music set to it, to anyone's knowledge, so he said, well, why don't you set music to it? So I did, and I sang it in some of my shows, and then one day I was doing a recording with uh, Ben Bagley, who was a producer who loved to do compilation CDs, and I just told him about it. I said, Ben, would you like to hear the song I wrote with Cole Porter? He said, what do you mean? And so I played the song. He said, that's gorgeous. Let's record it. I said, we can't. It's not published. He said, well, let's record it, and I'll send it to the head of the estate. And uh, I went off to London to do shows and got the news that he he was very clever. The women who answered phones at the Cole Porter estate said, oh, no, we would never accept that. And Ben said to them, well, Anne wants to get the no from the head of the estate. So he sent them the recording. He apparently played this cassette in his car and wept and said, this has to be published. And so I was extremely honored to be the only composer ever to have collaborated with Cole Porter. And the song has been uh, on numerous records, and it was the first song on my first uh, solo album, and when I was in London, this man called in and said, Cole Porter wrote those words for me, and he sent me the letter that had that lyric, and it was just an extraordinary story. And, you know, if I've learned anything in my life is that it, it is an adventure, and magic is around every corner, and you just have to show up. <laughs> That's amazing. I mean, <laughs> you know, yeah. nobody can say they, they worked with, with Cole Porter. I mean... <laughs> I know, but, and people like don't understand that. Like, well, aren't you a little young? To <laughs> but you know, actually, and then it, it's sort of interesting because I've also set poems to music, uh, and I wrote this gorgeous melody to a Robert Frost poem. But the but the people at the Robert Frost estate were not as nice and didn't said, "Oh no, we never accept any melodies." But I think the poem is now public domain, and and it's one of I think you know my best melodies that I've ever written. So hopefully, I'll get to release that one of these days. Wow. Now, the show that you're going to be doing at the Arinda Theater on April 4th, Thursday, at 7.30, uh, will you be singing any of these songs that we've just talked about, like the themes, the theme from The Nanny? or, or uh... Yes, we are singing the theme to The Nanny. I'm not doing the Cole Porter song. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm singing mostly... Uh, some of the greatest show tunes that have ever been written and with really fun arrangements. And at the piano is the magnificent Alex Ryback. He's just simply the best there is. And you should know that this last Monday, Liz and I premiered a brand new show called Broadway with the Callaways to a packed house. And I think there were nine standing ovations. I mean, we were, we worked really hard on the show, not knowing, you know, what are people going to feel about it? But, the chemistry that that we had with the audience and Alex at the piano and it was just it was just something I will never forget. So we're sort of coming to Arinda on this tidal wave of just euphoria uh, from 
from the way that people relate to these songs and mm-hmm. uh, some of the songs we sang that night are actually uh, some of them we used from our show Sibling Revelry and it was just such a huge hit and I can't wait to to sing it I think that you know Northern California is, is certainly one of the most beautiful parts of the country and Liz and I feel the same way about it so we're really excited to get to spend some time there and bring this great show to them yeah and excuse me you mentioned that you you, you know I mean, you've been all over the world doing this. You have performed in uh, in London, in Moscow. You were invited there, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. And you've you've performed for presidents, and and I mean, you just go everywhere. Uh, but if somebody wanted to find where you're going to be and when, uh, is there a website that they can go to and and yes, uh, AnnHamptonCalloway dot com for me and LizCalloway dot com for her and. Uh, the only thing is that there are so many other shows that aren't on the website, but because the ticket sales aren't available yet, mm-hmm. they don't put tickets on sale until X, Y, and Z. So, um, but the people will get an idea where we are um, for the for the you know more the shows closer to the time we are right now. And it's uh, and the other thing is people can write to me and they can write to Liz, and you can hear some of our videos if you're new to us. If you're a Callaway virgin, as I lovingly like to say, <laughs> um, you can you could check us out and and hear us on iTunes and uh, but but definitely uh, Facebook, Twitter, and our websites are the best way to see what's up. Mm-hmm. And uh, if people who are in the Bay Area of uh, San Francisco and that, they can hop on the BART and just goes right up to the Arinda Theater, and they can just get off the BART there and walk over to the theater. And it's oh, a, that's wonderful. Yeah, I mean, it's very I didn't know that. Convenient. That's great. I'm glad you're sharing that with everybody. Yeah, and uh, it's the the theater is it's one of these old theaters, um, and it's just beautiful. You're, you're going to love it there, and uh, everybody should be. Heading over there and, and, and getting a great show Thursday, April 4th at the Orinda Theater at 7.30. And uh, one more thing I we'll want... We'll also be uh, signing CDs after the show, so we'll get to oh, meet people. and good. Uh, we will be passing out hugs and diva blessings, and <laughs> and uh, we'll be armed with Sharpies, so uh, we're, ready, we're ready to roll. <laughs> All right. Now, Anne, one other thing that I wanted to bring up. Um, my listeners know that uh, I have been working on a movie, an animated movie, for, for many years, and um, I, I just wanted to let everybody know that I am so excited that you will be singing one of the songs in the film. I'm very excited, too. I love animated movies, and uh, it sounds like it'll be a really wonderful film. Some of the people I heard were a part of it sound uh, amazing, so it, I can't wait to hear the new song, and uh, it's going to be a great experience. Yeah, it'll, it'll be fun, and it's so exciting to have you in there, so uh, it's, uh, it's um, I just can't say enough, <laughs> believe me. <laughs> well, Anne, I wish you a lot of success with this. I know how yeah. hard these, these uh, projects are, and May it may it be uh, even more wonderful than you imagine. I hope so. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. Anne, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to share with us. And uh, once again, I want to remind people in the Bay Area of San Francisco, California, that if they want to see a great show, to head over on Thursday, April fourth at seven thirty at the Arinda Theater, and they can catch you and your sister Liz and have a great evening of uh, wonderful music. And then uh, they're heading over to the wine bar after, I guess, and uh, you'll be signing your your CDs and things and everything. So That's right, yes. Uh, so thank you very much for joining us. 
Thank you so much, Brian, and look forward to seeing you. And a big thank you going out to Ann Hampton Calloway for joining us here at On Screen and Beyond. And don't forget, she will be at the Orinda Theater in Orinda, California on Thursday, April 4th at 7.30 with her sister Liz Calloway as they come out with a great show. And I hope you're all going to be joining them for that if you're out there. The San Francisco Bay Area out there in California and uh, have a great time with a great show. Well, that is it for this episode of On Screen and Beyond, and we are going to have another episode coming up very shortly. In fact, real quick. So until next time, when we once again take you on screen and beyond, I'm Brian Zemrak. Take care. Take care.